It's Greg Dancho on WMBD. Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio. 7.40 is the time. It's been a while since we've talked to our next guest, State Senator Wynn Stoller. Hey, Wynn, how are you? Good, Greg. Dan, great to be with you guys again. Hey, uh, the other day, uh, the president, or the president, the governor, rather, uh, uh, had a speech, a budget-related speech. Uh, prior to that, there was a, um, a movement by GOP members to encourage him to um, address this crazy utility cost problem that we're dealing with and how it impacts working families and so on and so forth. And maybe there's a way that we could uh, have some kind of a relief program set up. If I said any of that incorrectly, please correct, uh, correct me, Wynn. But uh, where where are we going with that particular much-needed effort? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think you said that right. There's uh, We've all faced incredible sticker shock when we open our Ameren bills here lately, and uh, it's really a result of, of bad energy policy that has driven our costs up. And so uh, what we're trying to do is, with this budget process that kicked off this week, uh, that's going to take place over the next few months until ultimately we craft a budget uh, at the end of May. And the pie that we're dealing with is only so big, so it's all about prioritization and what what things ought to be included and what, what shouldn't be. And one of the things I think that is important that we do include is uh, some relief for our families on the utility bills. Uh, especially for downstate families in the Amherst District that have been hit so hard here recently. More importantly, the question I want to know is, now Amherst says it's not our fault. Uh, we're just the distributors. I will give them that. Then whose fault is it? Our number one sport win, we got to throw somebody under the bus. How, how did our <laughs> how did how did our energy prices get to where they are now? Yeah, well, well, I think everyone would agree that, you know, we want to continue this shift towards cleaner sources of, of energy. But the problem is we've done that without an adequate uh, supply of clean energy available. Wind, you know, doesn't blow all the time. It's, it, it's, it's dark at night as far as solar energy is concerned. And we're too quickly closing down our traditional sources of, of energy. And so now we are, uh, instead of producing, just a few years ago, Illinois had very reasonable uh, energy rates compared to m- most states. But now we're forced to import uh, coal-produced uh, electric from Kentucky and other states uh, just to supplant uh, what we have uh, gone offline um, here in Illinois. And so if you take electrons off the grid and you're still pulling them, uh, you're not putting enough on them and you're taking them off, it's just supply and demand. And that's the result, uh, you know, that our, our prices have spiked like they have. I'm going to say this to you. Uh, I respect you very much, and and the effort to do this, I agree with. But it did strike me when I saw the the the, the information out there that the GOP was asking for this assistance or encouraging the governor to include it in his budget plan. That that felt like something Democrats would do. Uh, not that uh, the GOP doesn't uh, have a heart, but but assistance programs is not historically been in the GOP's uh, on the GOP's playbook as much. Uh, your reaction to that? Yeah. So, like I said at the beginning, there's a the pie is only so big. It's, this year, the governor has said it's about fifty billion dollars, and so I think it's important that we slice up that pie according to the biggest priorities. And the governor this year lined out 
uh, new spending program after new spending program after new spending program. And before we consider any of those new spending things, we need to take care of our basic responsibilities. And, you know, Ronald Reagan said a government program is the closest thing we'll ever see to eternal life on earth. (laughs) And, you know... (laughs) I've never heard that before. That's fantastic. Once they get started, they never end. They just keep growing, growing, and growing. And so when when we look at the pie and how we split it up, there are things like, yeah, can we provide some relief on utility bills? Absolutely. Another thing I'd like to point to is the underfunding of the developmentally disabled. I don't know if you, most people don't understand that Illinois ranks 51st out of 50 states plus District of Columbia. We rank 51st what? on supporting some of our most vulnerable in our community. Uh, in the last two years, we've underfunded our services for the developmentally disabled by $375 million, according to and agreed upon plan. Democrats, Republicans, all stakeholders came together and said we want to support this using the or called it the guide house study that says this is the rates that we're going to use to support our developmentally disabled. We've under underfunded that agreed upon plan by 375 million, but at the same time we're putting 200 million into uh, welcoming centers for illegal immigrants in Chicago. I think that's a, an incredible contrast. We should be taking care of our most vulnerable before we start supporting some politically motivated programs like that. I, I would agree with you on that. I didn't, but that's shocking to me. That is shocking, Danny. Long term, the biggest weight on our budget is pensions, and over the years, uh, especially public pensions, uh, over the years there have people right here in a, in Peoria. I've talked to a few of them who have come up with creative ideas uh, to amortize or whatever different options on paying those various pensions and the way we go about it. And I've never heard any of those come to fruition. But the uh, a lot of people, Republicans especially, feel we have to somehow figure out how to solve this pension problem. Has there been any progress on that? Well, not really. This year, um, the governor is proposing making the the bare minimum payment, the lowest pension payment that is allowed by law, which is approximately nine and a half, ten billion dollars into our pension. But what's astounding is our pension liability, our overall pension debt, uh, is about one hundred and forty billion dollars now. That's up ten billion dollars over the prior year, and it's a near near record. One hundred and forty billion dollars, and basically there was. The governor, I don't even think he mentioned it in his speech. And so, you know, there are certainly ideas and opportunities that we can have to address this, but uh, there's just not a conversation in Springfield that I'm hearing of any appetite whatsoever to really get serious and address the pension problem. Well, those two issues that you brought up today, the uh, assistance for utility cost relief and uh, the, the developmentally challenged assistance, that we rank 51st in, that is embarrassing. Uh, those are two items we're going to keep an eye on. Is this budget process, you say this goes probably through May. Is, that when, is there a, a hard deadline on the budget? Yeah, it, the governor kind of launched his proposals this week, and now the legislature takes over and will debate that. I'm actually on the Appropriations Committee where we'll be involved in some of those discussions. And then it ends by um, uh, the middle of May when we uh, will be uh, – 
finalizing. Uh, actually approving the budget. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quick, Wynn, I, I, with Mike Madigan out of the way, and, and he, he ran an iron fist, is there at least a little bit more give and take between Republicans and Democrats on some of these issues? Yeah, you know, something that is kind of encouraging is we have a new uh, Republican leader in the Senate, John Curran, and uh, he has been um, uh, really leading on this and was able to work with the Democrat majority, and we have two committees that have uh, Republican and Democrat co-chairs for the first time in decades. Wow. And so, you know, there are some, there's a little bit of glimmer of hope here that maybe we can work together on some of these big issues. It's good to talk to you, sir. State Senator Wynn Stoller, have a great weekend. We appreciate your time.